T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a Tuesday morning in the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5 WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. It is 33 degrees right now, and that's about as high as we're going to get. Oh, boy. Uh, the good news is no percent precipitation. Okay. Will be a little bit cloudy. Uh, looks like there's snow possibly coming on Thursday, mm. so keep an eye out for that. But other than that, just a typical December yeah. week. Got that going for you. Okay. Uh, we're going to start the show off by telling you the Red Hot Chili Peppers are coming to Darien Lake on July 12th. Damn, that's a big show. Yeah, it is actually a very big show. Tickets go on sale this Friday, December 8th, 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. You guys are both dog people, mm-hmm. so maybe you can relate to this better than I can, because I was looking at my wife like she was nuts last night. Whatever. So my wife is off Mondays, mm. and uh, both of my dogs, I got a Chorky, Smurless, mm. and I have a Basset Hound named Biscuit, and they had vet appointments yesterday. Okay. Same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. We, we do the double. Uh, it's double probably truck. easier. It is. Like, you know. Just get it done. Taking one dog to the vet's a pain in the mm-hmm. ass. Like, you might as well just get both of them in the car. It is it time. is funny when they figure it out every time, too. Like, they're, eh, what the? <laughs> this is in the park. Sucks. So my Basset is stupid enough to fall for it every time. Okay. My Chorky, and I think it's the Chihuahua in him. Yeah. He's so anxious about everything, mm. he knows what's happening when he gets okay. in the car. So my wife, she goes off. She's gone for an hour or two. I'm working on the show. Da, da, da. She comes home with both the dogs. Mm. They're very happy to be home. And she's pissed. What'd they do? They act up? Uh, no, she's not pissed at the dogs. Uh-oh. She's pissed at the vet. Okay. The actual vet guy. Yes, yeah, she's pissed at the vet. And I go, what's wrong? Nothing, nothing. What's the matter? They called Biscuit an elderly dog. Well, how old is Biscuit? <laughs> so Biscuit will be turning, I believe, 10 oh, wow. on yeah, you're Christmas up there. Eve. Yeah, That's and, long for... Uh, a that's the Beagle? Uh, or Basset, a Basset, Hound? Basset Hound. Is that long for a Basset Hound? I, th- I, I read somewhere they go to like, tw- they can go up to 13. And 10's, okay. 10's kind of old for any dog. I mean, yeah. you get 13 yeah. out of a dog, you're doing good. Yeah. No, he's getting up there. Maybe he's, no, I'm sorry, he's turning nine. On right. It doesn't matter. We're getting there. He's an yeah. elderly dog. He's getting up there. He's yeah. an elderly dog. Getting a little gray. Yeah, no, he's definitely lost his color, mm-hmm. right? And he's become just like, you know, an old man dog. Make it grumpy. Yeah, yeah. He's either grumpy or super loving. Like, mm-hmm. there's no in between. Usually they just want to sit on the couch and watch, watch Fox TV. Which is. <laughs> So, yeah. I didn't understand why she was upset. Yeah. She said, she said that was an insult. Yes. She's like, well, you, why would you say that? Why would you say that about my dog? That's my dog, and he's mm. not elderly. And I look at him, and we both look at him at the same time, and he's just sitting there like this. <laughs> and he looks like the oldest dog yeah. of all time. And I go, well, honey, I mean, like, yeah. you know, by definition, he's an elderly dog. Sure. She, well, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to hear that he was an elderly dog. Like, was it ready? Do you have to prepare to hear yeah, that you have yeah. an elderly dog? I guess, because you know the time is short. Okay, fine. I I, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, but, like, all, I know. all dogs, they die, and they all go to heaven. I don't know if she saw that documentary. 
There's nothing you should be worried about. I know, but still, it's devastating. But like, it, it bothered her for the rest of the night that yeah. the vet would say that, you know, your elderly dog. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if other people get upset when people talk about their dogs in ways that are necessary. Right? Like, yeah. if your dog is stupid and the vet were to tell you you can't let him do this because mm-hmm. they're kind of being stupid, would that offend you? Like, I mean, I, I, I didn't think there was a negative thing you could say about somebody's dog other than, hey, your dog just bit my kid. My, well, I, my, my vet called my dog Chunky once, and I was like, I didn't think he was Chunky. <laughs> that bothered you? I just, I, I, it made me worry. Like, am I not seeing that my dog gained a little, you know what? Because you know how you see your dog every day, you don't notice that they gain weight. I was like, oh, he's. I was more concerned for the dog's health when she called him chunky than I was offended. Mm. I guess I just didn't realize he got a little chunky. Well, I guess it's a reflection on you, too. Yeah, right? yeah. You know what I mean, like you're a bad fur parent because yeah. you let him show like, up. Oh, he's chunky? Damn. Well, no, I didn't see, even that, see it. What you just said, Tommy, is not a thing. Fur parent? There's no such thing as a fur parent. You're yeah, they dog. make a T-shirt. No, they wouldn't make a T-shirt. It wasn't an official. Yeah, thing, no, they right? make a T-shirt that's a sex machine. If I buy one, doesn't make me a sex machine. I think it kind of does. If you got a shirt that says it, if you're in the army and you got an army shirt on, you in the army. No, but here's the thing: I can go to the store and buy a shirt that says army. Not in the army. Not in the army. There's no such thing as a fur parent. You're a dog owner. Yeah, fur parent. No, you I'm don't. also a fur. I'm also a fur uh, grandparent. You're not. Oh, it's, so your dog had children. No, but my... He's got a grand dog. Yeah, I got a grand dog. That's not a thing either. Grand awesome. dogs come over sometimes. You got to play nice with the grand dog. No, you but that's spoiler. not... No. Well, that's because <laughs> we humanize the dogs, right? That's what we do. Okay. We make it part of the family. We think that they understand what we're doing. And they might. Look, I mean, there are well, things to your extent dog they under- do. Okay, fine. And I get it. I get it. I love my dogs. My dogs are great. They're fun. I just... Like, sh- it's healthier to have a line where you realize you own that. That is a pet. Eventually, it's gonna die. Nobody thinks like no. that but you. You are yeah. you are such You're a cold. minority of dog owners. When our last dog died, which was not my dog, it was my wife's dog when I met her, mm-hmm. and then my dog croaked. We had Cody for years, and then he croaked. She was devastated. I get it. Devastated for the entire summer. No, I get it. I get being devastated over the loss. But that of means it's like family. Okay. There is like family, mm. and then there is family. See, like family is I own this dog and we take care of it. Is family is calling yourself a fur parent. What's the point of fur- having a dog if you don't see it as like a family member? Like a family. Yeah. Like a family. Because then it's just something you just, yeah. it just eats and grabs and that's <laughs> it. There's no love. There's no love, no, Pat. You, you, can, love. you can love it. I just. I will tell you this. So my, you know, my brother, uh, when my parents were checking out, you know, was very involved in, in the end of their life. Mm-hmm. And he did everything for him from paperwork to ass cleaning. So, and then right after that, about a year after that, their dog died. Okay. And we were talking on the phone and he says, it's weird. I got so much more emotional over the dog dying than when mom and dad died. And I said, that kind of makes sense because you, you want, it took 10 years for them to pass and you did all this work. Sure. And you just kind of watched them go away. Where the dog dying was far more upsetting to him than my parents even passing. I, I guess in that way, if you watch your parents wither away, yeah, and it you takes feel years, like they're the same person at some point, and it's work. Like you're you're stressed, you're working. It's almost like a relief that they're gone. Thank and you. I, like, I know that's terrible to say. Well, I mean, there's relief for you that you don't have the work. There's relief that they're there's not going through right. what they were going through anymore. That yeah. I, I, look, I get that. I get that that you would be if a dog dies all of a sudden that would be more emotional because you weren't expecting that. There's no relief in that. 
That's different than this dog is a child. Because the dog is not a child. But they're innocent. They're cute. They don't know this is coming. Mm-hmm. They think this is supposed to just last forever. If you die, they'll eat your body in your they house. Will. They'll do that. That's they a thing will. that'll happen. But if, I had my my, was... if my daughter, if I died in my house and my daughter didn't call the police and slowly ate me like okay. a steak, that would be a Soon thing. That to would survive. be a problem. Yeah, what was that? The, when that plane crash in the Andes with the soccer players, they ended up eating each other? Yeah. Same thing. They yeah. found out goalies are very stringy. 252 WCMF, 252-9263. This whole conversation started yesterday. My wife takes both my dogs to the vet. We got a Basset Hound. He's turning nine on Christmas Eve, and the vet said that the my Basset Hound Biscuit was an elderly dog. He called him an elderly dog, and that really bothered my <laughs> wife. And I'm trying to figure out why it bothered her so much. We're talking about it. She's it, attached to the dog. Well, yes, but, I mean, he is you ain't elderly. So I am attached. I love Biscuit. Uh... I mean, your family doesn't have a good record with dogs. My dog, my brother, accidentally froze our childhood dog to death. <laughs> he let her out when yes. he was a kid and went to go play, forgetting she was outside. And we came home, and she was. A and lost kids obstacle. are kids, and yes, and that's terrible. Yeah, it's how your father handled it afterwards, yes. yeah. which is priceless. I can see how that would lead to some trauma. So here's what my dad did. Uh, it was February, and he looked into what it costs to uh, get rid of cool. well, you know, Barry created yeah. a dog, and he, what? That's so expensive. Yeah. So he put it in a shoebox, mm-hmm. uh, our dog, and duct taped it, and then put it in a clear plastic bag and put it on the back porch. Problem is, <laughs> the back porch led to our dining room, mm-hmm. and it had this big window. So every night we sat to have dinner, we could see the coffin, the shoebox <laughs> coffin of our dog for literal months until the ground It would have been so funny if somebody would have went out there with a string and jiggled it while you were sitting there. It's alive! To this day, yeah. when I bust my brother's balls about he killing still gets the dog, upset. he gets really I watched pissed. it. I think you did it in this room once, and his face, come on, man. Come on, not funny. So he's traumatized by it. Yeah, and I get it. Day. I mean, he killed the dog. Yeah, I know. But he didn't mean to. Yes, he was a I kid. know. I'm not saying it. Was, it wasn't was malicious. He was a baby. He was a baby. He was only like 23. 252-WCMF. <laughs> Let's talk to Joey. Hey, Joey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, I just had something to say about the uh, whole dog parent situation. I think dogs are great, but absolutely, uh, that guy's wrong. Dogs are not your child. That's weird. Thank you. Absolutely weird. I think people are kind of replacing having kids with having dogs and pets. Yeah, that's fine. That's a big problem. Why is that a problem? Uh, because, you know, people are a little more important than dogs. Well, what if you don't want to have kids? Well, you should. Why? Says so. So we can. So we. Well, we have a. We're depopulating. The population's in decline. I think we're okay. I mean, you, Kimmy, how did you not larger, see this coming? How did you? Why did you want to start this conversation, Kimmy? Joey, they're just some people that shouldn't have kids, and that's fine. And they don't want to no, have that, kids. That sounds like eugenics. Eugenics. Okay, well, now we're getting weird. Nope, you did this. Your fault. <laughs> Everyone in the room knew where this was going, and All you right. wanted to have the conversation. We went from... Joey like, hung up. My, because of he's he a coward. Up. Whenever you hear the, don't call the guy who said eugenics a coward. <laughs> I don't want more eugenicists calling up the show. Don't want to have a Henry Ford conversation this morning. Don't want to do that. So let me ask you this. Yes. So does your wife get the dog Christmas gift? Uh, she used to. But see, uh, as our kids got older, yeah. uh, that stopped because we have children. Mm-hmm. So we still get the dog Christmas gifts. Okay. And yeah. my wife has children and grandchildren. She takes all the, they're all covered. Mm-hmm. She also gets my stepdaughter's two dogs gifts too. Your stepdogs? The stepdogs mm-hmm. also get toys. That's how we re toy every well, year. <laughs> I mean, I remember my parents doing that just to distract the dog, like while the kids opened presents. Okay, but there's something joyful about giving your dog a little stuffed Santa 
and watching it rip its head off. <laughs> sure, yeah. And then bury that head under the couch. That James, was fun for 10 minutes. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? I got a question over here. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, gentleman uh, in the douchey hat. Thank you. Yes. Um, so, like, we exchange presents if you're, you know, Christian for Christmas, yeah. uh, Jewish, Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm naive to what Muslims and Hindu and Buddhist yeah. people do around this time of year. But you get what I'm saying, yeah. right? Like, it's all part of initially right. a religious celebration. Right. Is there a dog Jesus that they're celebrating the birth of while you're giving him presents? Well, yeah. There's dog Jesus. Dog Jesus, yeah. I'm guessing there is. Like, right? with like you, I, like including the dog and the things because it's your pet is fine. Like getting them. What are you doing? I mean, my sister's dog. Yeah. Was a born again Christian, according to her. What? Like her dog, mm-hmm. and I'm not making this up because mm-hmm. my sister threw my do- the dog birthday parties, and it was always around Christmas. Also, when she got baptized. Her dog. She got baptized as an adult at the beach in Florida sure. through the church, yeah. and she also had her dog baptized oh. at the church. And the theory was, when my sister went to heaven, her dog Becky. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she That's was a weird name. She, for yeah, dog. well, she was a cashier at Walmart. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, was also <laughs> baptized and was going to go to heaven with her. So, in my sister's belief, my. Her dog had accepted Christ as her personal savior and be waiting in heaven for her. Okay, but see, here's the thing. You sit here and you talk about the dog birthday party, the dog baptism, yeah. you go, that's crazy. It is literally a half inch away from where you are. I know I'm close. I no, no, like you can't, you cannot criticize a dog baptism after everything you just said about your dogs and your grand dogs and your step dogs, you psycho. <laughs> Like, you are literally hours away from putting a white sheet on your wife, yourself, and the dog, going down to Lake Ontario and falling backwards. Do they have that? That close. <laughs> that close. And, like, uh, and, and by the way, your sister's not the only one that does this. There's a church. There's a couple of churches here in Rochester that do the blessing of the animals Yeah, and you can, bring, yeah, you can bring your animal to church. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Which... They gotta be pooping and peeing yeah. on the church floor, right? Those. Well, are then not... you had to go to confession. <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I have pooped. You would also think like not all animals get along. That could be a problem. Because like some of these depending churches... on what you're bringing in there. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. Like, Maybe I they ate some for those outdoor services. No, I've seen. I, <laughs> bring I, them in of church. Yeah, they brought like like oh. some of those old churches. You know this, Tommy? Like the floors are made of like you know. Oh yeah, yeah, expensive. they're all hardwood. Yeah. Well, no, look, some are like stone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Pee on that. That pee's not coming yeah, out, sure. right? You can't. They just hose off the joint when you're done, right? We got Facebook messages coming in. You can always get us at WCMF or the Break Group Facebook page. This comes in from Tom. Tom says, I reacted the same way when they called my dog elderly. You have to prepare me. Elderly is a bad word. If I'm not ready for it, you can't tell me. Why is elderly a bad word? I, just, I guess, well, because, I, 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 again, I, th- I don't think it's a bad word. It just means you're getting close to the end, and it reminds you that uh, Biscuit yeah. uh, will not be around much longer. Okay, but-, but I used to get pissed off. Because I had that cocker spaniel, mm-hmm. and it was a male, but you know he acted like he was pretty much a sissy dog. And people, well, I mean, they say that dogs do uh, start <laughs> acting like their owners <laughs> after years. About. What was he wearing? Like pointy shoes, yeah. and a purple shirts with a giant collar. <laughs> so they used to call her a girl all the time, and I would get pissed. I go, no, it's a boy. <laughs> really? Yeah. You would correct people. Yeah. Why does it matter? I let my people call my dog all different names. I don't care if they say she. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna correct somebody if they mistake my dog. Uh, Don't misgender my dog. Yes. Why does it matter? The dog doesn't know it's a dude. By the way, he had his balls cut off, right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You're. uh, It bothered me. Can I ask you a question, real quick? Because we had uh, biscuit, you know, clipped, right? Mm. But they never took. They took the balls out, Mm -hmm. but they left his sack. Like it's like flappy. Yeah. 
Oh, he's hmm. got a flap sack. No, okay. every time I when I had mine, it was it was gone. No, huh. his sack's still there. There's nothing it's like, there. It's like a flag <laughs> in a still dangling. Really, just so like weird. Bopping around. You get a discount. No, I don't know. I don't Who know did it? I, I, I don't know. My wife. I've never seen that. It was a while it's ago. It's like a huge skin tag under his butt. Yeah, he's got an empty sack just flopping around. That sounds there. dangerous. Like, you get it caught on crap. I don't know. He's not a very active dog. He's a bassin. <laughs> don't take much, man, to snag a ball or oh, a sack. By the way, you were talking about your uh, sister baptizing uh, yes. her dog to make it a born-again mm-hmm. Christian. Mitch writes us on Instagram, born-again Christian dog is my favorite Ribs Arkansas song. <laughs> All right. So I guess the moral of the story is... Love your dog, take care of your dog, but the second you buy your dog, you start the clock for your dog dying. It is, it is. You yeah. are setting yourself yeah. up for disappointment and your children, yeah. especially. But here's the thing: I also look at that as kind of healthy. Like you, nobody wants their dog to die, and nobody wants to see their kids react when their dog dies. But you know, as a kid, you do have to prepare yourself because eventually, everyone you love, Happy Tuesday morning, is gonna die. So it's better that All your right. kid prepares themselves to learn through grief, learn about grief through the dog, than somebody that is like a human that really matters. So just tell your kid, hey, every 20 years, all new dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. December is the fastest month of the year. Oh, yeah. There's so much going on. You got it, man. All of a sudden, you blink, and you're a couple days before Christmas. And Mm. because of that, the United States Postal Service is sending out a warning. Better get on it, son. That's right. Get on it and get on it now. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. There is no international, national, federal, state law that says the Christmas presents you send have to be there Christmas morning. No, you don't have to, but you look like a dick if it rolls in two weeks late. See, I don't know if you do. And I feel like stories like this are undue pressure in the most pressure-packed time of year. Mm -hmm. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF, the United States Postal Service wants you to get your packages in the mail now. So, story on News 8 last night. Talk to the folks who work at the Postal Service. And they say you have, from today, 11 days to get your package in so it's there by Christmas. Okay. The cutoff date is December 16th. And that'd probably be 
rushing it a little bit, right? So yeah. They no, said that's 16th straight. regular mail will get it there okay. by Christmas. Okay. They say after that, the Christmas rush kicks in and you will be S-O-L. Yeah, it's a logjam. Yeah, you got it. You guys think that the Christmas gift getting there by Christmas matters? Now more than ever. Because <laughs> why? Because you have so many imp- excuses? What's that? Because, well, I should say you have less excuse for it to not get there by Christmas Eve. Uh, FaceTime. What do you mean? I want to watch you open it up. Oh. Because that's what the people want. I want to FaceTime you. Oh, I want Give to see you open it up. what they want. <laughs> FaceTime presents. If you've got nieces, nephews, grandkids, whatever, yeah. you're sending people stuff, you want to see the expression on their face underneath the tree on FaceTime. Okay. The phone and num- FaceTime's going to ruin everything. The phone number is 252-WCMF-252-9263. Kimmy, do you think it matters the gift is there before Christmas? Um, yes, especially if you're sending it to a kid. Why? It kind of shows that like you didn't try very hard to get it here on time. You don't want to be slack-ass and you, and you Santa. Drag-ass, slipshod Santa. Slack-ass Santa is my favorite Ribs Arkansas <laughs> song. And I don't know if you experienced this, but like between like aunts and uncles and stuff, things get competitive with who got what, who got the kid what. And if yours shows up late, you automatically lose. You slack ass Santa. Because you didn't get the kid didn't get to open your present along with everybody else's. Okay. So there are folks that just heard that December sixteenth is a cutoff day. Mm-hmm. And now they will be rushing to get packages so it's there by Christmas morning. Right. But whether it gets there on the twenty fourth or the thirtieth of December. They still got it. They right? did get it, but no. But like Christmas doesn't change at all. It shows you weren't a priority. No, but I disagree with <clears> you. <throat> well, if I was a priority, I would have had it. See, I would make the argument. What's that? The later it gets there, the better. Especially if it's a kid. Why? Mm-hmm. Here's why. If you're sending something for a kid, mm-hmm. most kids are going to get a bunch of presents for Christmas. Sure. Fair, right? Okay. Not just from Santa, but other folks in the family, and they'll all be under the tree. And we all remember being a kid, seeing that tree of presents, getting all excited. And then in a matter of 10 minutes, they're all open and it's over, right? If you're not sending a kick-ass gift, if it's there on Christmas morning, it's going to get lost in the fray. It's just going to get put in the pile. And if it's not the kid's favorite gift, it's going to be, you know, if you got him a rock tumbler, if you want to be that aunt or uncle, (laughs) it's off in the corner until they put it in the basement and it's never seen again. If that gift, no matter how crappy it is, shows up a couple days after Christmas, well, guess what? As a kid, I just got bonus Christmas. But that's not your motivation. I understand. For getting to the post office. (laughs) I understand. I want to really make an impact with this gift. Look, I get it. But if I'm a kid Mm -hmm. and I thought I've opened all my presents, like one present is not going to make any difference on Christmas morning, but one present will make a difference on the 27th, 28th, 29th when, oh my God, I still have one more present to open that just showed up in the mail. Wow. It's better when it shows up late. Oh. So you're saying wait on purpose? Yes. I Do the kid s- a favor. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I'm being, I, I am completely sincere when I say this. You get When you send it to them after Christmas, they get a Christmas extension. Like so what Christmas do you say to bonus. that kid when they go, why did, why yeah, did so-and-so send me a Uncle gift? Where's Pat's gift? It's on the way. I'll FaceTime you then. It's on the way, buddy. FaceTime <laughs> that it's coming? It's coming. It's on the way. Uncle Pat's present. Does it depend on how you're related to that person? Because like Grandma and Grandpa can't send late gift. No. Oh, you got no excuse. You don't think? You got no excuse. You're retired. Bonus present. Bonus Christmas. But there's no way my wife is not getting them gifts early. I told you she's already sent the gifts to Chicago. Okay, that's great. Because they're big, and she wanted the kids to travel with it. Mm -hmm. So she even did the like shipped and wrapped. Okay. 
I'm not saying don't do it. If you want to prioritize your gift being there before Christmas, that's fine. The point I'm making mm-hmm. is stories like this are garbage because it puts extra pressure in the most pressure-packed season we have. Get but you don't there. look buttoned up. I know, but you don't have to look buttoned up. When you you got to look buttoned up. When the kid gets bonus Christmas, it's better than looking buttoned up because the kid don't care. The kid don't care. Yeah, but I'm guessing that bonus gift's going to suck. It's going to be underwhelming. Because you're going to feel like it's an afterthought anyways. No, but it doesn't matter if it's underwhelming because it's the what's in the box is the greatest feeling in the world. Until you open it. <laughs> whatever they open, they're going to love. They're going to be sick of half their presents by the time you get to the mm-hmm. 28th, 30th anyway. Yeah, but that's on that kid, man. That was you. Yeah, it was. And that's every kid, right? Like, I mean, they're it, spoiled. It, yeah, I mean, you know, if you get 10 presents, there's going to be two or three that you really love, a couple others that you play with every once in a while, and then like two or three you never touch. But isn't, that bo- there that, isn't that that parental pride of just overwhelming your kid with gifts? Yes. Yes. Like, it's, it's you feel like you. a success. Like, yeah. you nailed it. It's totally counterproductive. Yes. It's 100% counterproductive. But you have to do it it's, it's, to maintain civil order look, I'm, in society. I'm, like, when you stand back logically and look at well, it's it. it's a huge waste. Yes. I get it. Like, if you get your kid one or two things, they're going to love those one or two yeah. things. When you get your kid ten things, they're going to love one or two things. But every Christmas year, to your point, every season, I want to buy my kids everything that I can afford to mm-hmm. get them because... That's what parents are right. supposed to do, at least as far I don't know. Like it's what it feels like I have to do. Every parent feels that pressure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have dogs. I'm sure you feel it too. Oh yeah, you got to get well, the, the just, dog knows. They sense things. Don't you feel guilty though, having it get there late when there are just so many ways to get it there on time at this point? I mean, you could literally, to Tommy's point, send something already wrapped and not even have to physically do anything like to Amazon's it. It just amazing. shows up at their door in like a couple days. No, but that feels soulless to me like so you'd rather like order it or buy it do stuff to it yourself and then send it through the mail i mean i understand like more work you know it makes it a little more personal but if you're on like a time crunch like there is a way you can get the gift there on time if you want no you're right but like okay to the point you just made again we're talking about the u.s postal service story on news eight last night they say if you want your packages your gifts to make it before christmas Mm. you have to send it by december 16th and both of you believe it has to be there I'm saying it's better for a kid, especially when it shows up after Christmas. How cool is that? Late gift. Bonus Christmas. The kid don't care. Okay, so then you get on these family uh, text chains right, mm-hmm. that everybody's on. And Christmas morning, everybody's opening up gifts. Oh, my God, hold up this, hold up that. Yeah. Hey, where's your gift? It ain't there. It's on the, first of all, no one would say, where's your gift? That uh, would not well, they, would, would be they ins- wouldn't have to say it, right? I'll jump you, in it, there. Would, it would be a glaring... Uh, example yeah. of your shortcoming. I'll jump in there. It's on the way. Why is it a shortcoming? It's on the it's way. It's on the way. That's what I used to tell everybody I was stiffed. Well, I'm not stiffing you. It's actually on the way. Maybe I'm stiffing you. I'll put it in the mail tomorrow. But it's going to get there. <laughs> It'll get there eventually. Like, dude, the it's last- like, It's like an Uncle Bounce check. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just thinking, like, when my husband and I show up to, especially, like, his family's Christmas, because there's, like, a lot of little kids- mm. Like, we're the only ones without kids, so it would really stand oh, out yeah. if we didn't show up with any okay, gifts. Yeah, when you're there in person, you have to have gifts. <laughs> well, There's no saying, excuse like, there. I just think that, like, kids recognize, like, they have a, he- a count going in their head of how many gifts they expect from family. And oh, they, di- they'll they'll definitely realize when they're short a gift or two. I disagree. I think it's out of sight, out of mind. I, think, uh, I don't know. Look, I don't think so. When you're in person, you're right. If yeah. you show up empty-handed, you're a dick. If you're going to see them in person, you got to have the gift when you see them. But if you're not there on Christmas Eve or Christmas, send it a couple days later. So, I just know, like, as a spoiled child, that come, like, my birthday, come Christmas, mm-hmm. I was in a zone. 
I was in such a zone. Like I knew what I wanted and where is it? And I knew everybody better be accounted for. You are such a dick. But I got everything I wanted. I got it done. Is this? No, you didn't do anything. No, I got it done because I was a little dick. So you would straight up ask where presents were? Oh, yeah. Like if my uncle or my aunt stiffed me, what the hell, man? If I heard my kids ask one of my brothers, my brother, my sisters, my cousins, whatever, where's my present, I would lose my effing. I would take all their presents away. So I had an aunt till the day she died, and I loved her to death. Total bitch. Um, she still remembers the time I didn't like a gift that she gave me. <clears throat> it was way over my head. And I told her and I gave it back to her in front of everybody. You gave it back? Bro, I was a little kid, but I had this aunt. She was like rich and never had kids. So she traveled a lot, right? Okay. So she went to Egypt on a vacation. Oh, wow. Yeah, weird, right? So she brought me back this Egyptian thing. I don't know what it is, man. It's a weird looking thing, but it was like some Egyptian figurine okay what the hell six-year-old from new jersey wants an egyptian figurine so i basically in a polite way as a six-year-old polite way told her to shove it and like because i was little and i was like in a suit it looked kind of adorable so she couldn't really light my ass up well time i told my aunt to shove it <laughs> in a, in a, this this isn't in the uh tommy mule this is your life by the but, way but, like a cute little, but you know when a six-year-old tells you to shove it it can kind of be adorable when they're in a suit uh, okay if my niece, little tie the whole uh, thing if my niece or know. nephew did that to me i would find it funny if my kids did that to my brother or sisters i, I would yeah. lose my effing mind my father thought it was hysterical your father's a dick yeah but he raised a dick and i was right the thing was i was right you don't get a six-year-old some weird ass foreign gift okay what is this the un look don't feel the pressure don't bow to big christmas <laughs> but Everything. that's what christmas is it's about control and conformity so why conform when you don't have to yeah, well, that, oh i listen if i could blow christmas off completely that's not what i'm saying i would i no, i'm, I'm <laughs> saying gone too far if no, i, I could it. blow christmas off completely yeah. i would okay no because i just find it a waste you sit here and argue why everything has to be perfect and then you wrap it up with i don't even want to do it anyway because i'm spineless okay. i'm a spineless christmas guy hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
This is a story we've seen over and over again in our area. Oh, what's that? Well, most of the time it happens with snowplow gays. Mm-hmm. And this is another warning that you can't just trust anyone when it comes to who you pay to do work at your place. So what happened? But these folks tell me they rip off their customers. Mm-hmm. Was that their intention the whole time? Or yeah. could this just have been a massive case of lazy? Okay. You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock. Then six five WCMF. A 41 year old man has been arrested in Wayne County. What do you do? Police say he was hired and paid money in advance for work that he never did out in Lyons. Okay. Now we don't know what kind of work it was, and we don't know how much he was paid. Hmm. But we know it was under $1,000 because he was arrested. But he's only under a grand? Well, petty larceny is the charge. Mm-hmm. I believe right. $1,000 is the line for petty mm-hmm. larceny. And that was after an investigation. He's got a court date upcoming. So, Tommy, yeah. this man is just one of many in our area the last few years accused of this crime. Mm-hmm. You see stories like it all the time on the news. You know, Make sure your snowplow driver or your lawn guy is up on the up and up. Yep. Check the Better Business Bureau and ask for references. <laughs> and that's all well and good. Yeah. If their plan the entire time was to rip you off. Mm. But what if it wasn't? What would be the other excuse? Got in over their heads, maybe? Okay, that could be part of it. Too big of a job, all right. Okay, maybe, maybe. We could talk about Mm. that. But if this man we're talking about is guilty, it's very possible he had a plan to rip you off from the get-go. It's also possible he came down with a massive case (laughs) of lazy. Okay. Yeah, I'll get uh-huh. to it when I get to he's, it. He's dragging ass. Yeah, or was like... Ah, Slack ass dragon. Ah, like, I'm dying to know, mm. do most folks who get in trouble for taking money and not doing a job, do they start with the intention of getting the work done? Because that would make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, tell me, you have to be a real smooth-talking scumbag to go get money for work you never planned on doing. Right, that's the key. Like, you already took the money, yeah. and then you didn't show up and do it. Like, if you just never showed up and did it and you didn't take the money, you're free and clear as far as I'm concerned. Well, is that illegal? Well, I mean, there's no you didn't lose any money. The guy just sucks at his job. Yeah. Okay. But once you sign a contract, yeah. take the guy's money and say, I'll be here Monday, mm-hmm. I think that's where you get in trouble. No, yeah, obviously. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Because, like, remember when I was trying to build that fence? Yes. And a couple of people came by and they were going to build me a fence. Mm-hmm. And they had these great prices and they were going to start... And I had to chase them down, and it just never happened. Okay. Okay. But I didn't think that that was illegal. They were just in over their head. They just were not. They just re- couldn't get to you yet. Because my wife goes, "That's a really good deal." Yeah, if you don't want a fence, it's a great deal. <laughs> well, free for no fence. Right. Yeah. Because the prices came in like ridiculously low. Oh, great. And I was when I started doing the research, I go, "That's that's really cheap for a fence, <laughs> unless we're not using wood." I think it helps the person's argument. If they have all the right tools to do the job. They show up. They look like the man. Like if you're you're somebody who, you know, said I'm going to plow your driveway mm-hmm. and you actually have a plow, I would think that you intended to actually use that plow at some point. And that's what leads me to this question, because mm. with these stories that we've seen, the phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. These guys that go from door to door, and that's normally where people yeah. get mm-hmm. ripped off. It's mm-hmm. a door to door. They show up with the plow. They show up with the lawn mowing equipment. They have the stuff. It's right, right there. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have the stuff, if the guy shows up without the stuff and you yeah. give him money, you kind of an idiot. Like, show yeah. me the plow. But if you have the you stuff- You invested in the equipment. Yeah, it makes yeah. me think you were going to do it. You just came down with a massive case of lazy. Okay. Or, yeah, didn't manage your time right. Yeah. You're, made you're made promises you couldn't keep. There are two types of people in this world. Mm. There are the go-getters, and then there are the folks that go, eh, good enough. Mm-hmm. 
And it takes a special kind of person, especially when you already have money in your pocket they gave you, to go and finish a job in a good way. And that's what a lot of these guys get, right? They get paid up front. Which you should never do. Well, sometimes it's mandatory. Then get rid of that guy because that's where you that's where love, you get screwed. I love, I love as soon like as you. you hand them their money, yeah. once they get your money, mm-hmm. you have no leverage. Don't mm-hmm. they usually take some form of payment if up you front? Take, like, like maybe not deposit, the whole thing. Yeah. But most of these guys want small deposits. Yeah. But if that guy goes, I want a Giola for a job to cost you a G. You got no leverage if he walks G-O-R. or if you don't like the way what he did and he's gone. Well, which, it sucks. He's, he, it only costs a G, but you paid him a Giola, right? You've already <laughs> overpaid on the job. You, you put the Ola on. Up front. But no, there are some of these contractors, snowplow guys, lawn maintenance folks, that'll go, okay, I need a deposit up front, but if mm. you pay me the full boat, I'll give you a discount on the season. That would, I would be suspicious of that. I would. You wouldn't. You tried to hire a fence guy that never came back. So the second guy, I the second guy I called, older guy, big old Ford F one fifty, looked like the man. Okay. On his way into to selling me this fence job, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He ran over our rock fence. Well, that's actually how you get more work. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not kidding you, man. He crashed his mm-hmm. truck into our rock fence, and I'm going, and I didn't have the heart to go. No, yeah. but I go, there's no way I'm hiring you, dude. <laughs> 252 WCMF. We're talking about this guy out in Wayne County, 41 years old. He's been arrested after police say he was hired and paid money in advance to do work that he never did in Lions. And we see this story a ton mm-hmm. around this, t- this time of year. We don't know what work he was supposed to do, but a lot of the times it's plow drivers and lawn maintenance folks. They get paid up front. They just never come back and do the mm-hmm. job. And then you have all these news stories showing their mm-hmm. faces all yeah. over there. Don't get ripped off. Watch out for this. Mm-hmm. Even though it keeps happening, so it may be almost impossible. In fact, the only way that would solve all of this What's problem that? that people have, if you made prepayment illegal. Oh. If you weren't allowed to pay a portion up front, there would be no way to rip off customers. Because they can't walk away with cash if there ain't no cash to walk away with. Yeah, but small guys need that cash to yeah. go get the stuff to do the job. You're right. They, operate, they don't operate with a lot of cash on hand. You're right. And you, and you may see... Things swing the other way where now people who are doing this work start to get ripped off by people who don't pay. All of those things Uh, you guys are saying is 100% mm -hmm. right, right? Because if you you take care of the business guys ripping you off, they're going to be customers. You know, I don't like the way you cut my lawn. I'm not going to pay it. Or, you know, the job you did with the plow. Or just people like my family who won't pay even though the job was totally fine. (laughs) Right? So, like, there's no way to create a system where there isn't some potential for fraud on either side. Unless, unless, like, there's, like, some, like... You know, third party thing that you pay into for these kind but of things. But then you pay a fee for a third right, party, right. so which drives up the price yeah. of whatever you're doing. But here's the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. like, Kimmy brings up a great idea. It is amazing that there isn't some kind of technology to fix this, like an app yeah. that will hold cash that's been deposited until a job is done. Oh. Like, I would be happy to pay a tiny percentage, like, you know, like PayPal does or Venmo. Yeah. For that ability. You know, like put it in escrow almost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it sounds silly, but yeah. like. But that I, still doesn't give the guy the money to go yeah, get the. Yeah, true. You go get the stuff. The stuff to do the job. The way the business would work is they would give them, the, the, the money would be protected. They would give them the little bit of money they need to go start the job. And then everything gets right. held. If the refund comes, the money comes back. The yeah. point I'm making is, right? Like we protect ourselves that way with everything else we do. Mm-hmm. It's strange that. 
we're kind of okay with this system now, the way we see people getting ripped off. Okay. And I'm not saying don't trust these plow guys, the contractors, yeah. right? Like you should. Like yeah, the overwhelming over majority. Honest people. Yeah. Because yeah, they yeah, want to yeah, eat. Yeah. yeah. But it also hurts the rest of them when you see stories like this in the news. I, I can't trust them. They're not with the better business barrel. Yeah. <laughs> I also wonder how many, it would be interesting to know how many people who um, are accused of scamming people, um, how many of them were recommended to that person? Ooh. Because that would kind of say like they at some point did a job for somebody that they were happy with, and then they just didn't they then just they didn't bad. take it any further. Well, I mean, it kind of keeps going down the road that we're discussing here. Because if they have a business, yeah, odds are they have work in their past. Right. You wouldn't start a business, buy a truck, put your name on the side of it just to rip people off. Yeah, because that's not going to last very long. Yeah, it's a pretty deep investment. Yeah. yeah. Right for something that doesn't actually exist. There has uh-huh. to be a way to make this better. 252 WCMF. What are we missing here? There seems like a simple solution that nobody's come up with. I mean, the only way, the only way you're not going to get ripped off, and it's still not foolproof, is just get a read on people when they show up. You had a, you just said <laughs> you saw a guy, older guy in a Ford F-150. He looked like the man, and he hit your rock fence. Right, and I didn't hire him. But you gotta have a, you got to know how to read people. If he didn't hit your hmm. rock fence, you would have hired him. I don't know. Why? There were some other issues with the dude. Like, he couldn't hold a thought. Yeah, I know guys like that. I hate it, right? Try working with that guy. I don't think people can read people the way they think they can. Well, there are tells. I mean, you can kind of tell when somebody looks like a hmm. slack ass. No, I, I don't know, man. You, like, you look well put together. You're like a huge they, slack ass. Like, if they smell a weed, don't hire him. No, that's not true. That's don't a- hire a guy that smells like weed coming to a job site. Why? Mm-hmm. Because people, he's stoned. Some people need it to focus. Yeah. Unless he's doing middays, you don't hire that guy. No, see, that is a terrible stereotype. Just because, Kimmy said, yeah, I need you to relax, I focus better? What okay, you don't hire a guy that smells like any fun. Okay, so you would drink openly on the air back in the day? Yeah. Did you, should would they not have hired you for that? <laughs> of course. Not. Shut up. Shut up. Like, I, you're such a dick. Don't hire me. Also, I'm great at what I do. Like, if they don't sound like they know what they're talking about, that would be another one. But you don't know but, what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, I think about. that's the thing. Like, you're assuming you know exactly how the job's supposed to be done. If you yeah. knew that, then you would not have to hire this person. I will say this. And you're learning it. You're learning it. Yeah. I had to learn it. Owning a home is a very expensive education. Yeah. You start to like figure things out over the years when you start having problems and you got to hire people and you got to yeah. chase people down. You kind of see the stereotype of the guy that's either going to show up or not show okay. up. Yeah, but you, you've never hired a guy that's maybe a little goofy, but he did a really good job. Yeah, he was my brother-in-law. But anyway, <laughs> and he does my taxes. He's a good guy. And I've never been, you know, I've never had any problem with the IRS so far. I have a buddy. Oh, don't hire family. I, okay, that's um, <laughs> if you're Italian, that's impossible. I know, but everybody that says that it's family, but then they'll tell you ten ways. You know, Gino screwed up the deck. <laughs> All right, so I guess the moral of the story is good that, luck. Yeah, there is no way to protect yourself. Don't give them your money up front because you got nothing okay. to do. Okay. They're gone. Okay. You say that. Where's your leverage? No, but then it, okay. So go try and find someone who's just going to start doing work with no deposit. You t- you give him a deposit. Give him a you pay, don't give it. You don't. You see this? Do the hands. See that? Yeah. That's what you give them. You give them that much. Because if you give them all, you know what they're going to do? They're going to put it right there. And sayonara. Nothing says good radio <laughs> like sign language. Yeah. Sayonara. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.